I've seen the arc shake from your mnemonic tongue. But the braille that you weave of itself, it shall read aloud. Yes, it will. I said, she's falling, she's still falling, but no one wants to come. She's crawling, she's still crawling on your burial ground. Said, she's falling, she's still falling, but no one wants to come. Said, she's crawling, she's still crawling on your burial All right, ladies and gentlemen, what do you think? That was the Mars Volta. One of my favorites. What do you think, Sean? I know you like, uh, what are you, you're more partial to hip-hop, I'd say, right? I love all music. Yeah, who doesn't? I just, I, I prefer rap. This is what I like. I mean, I like rap, don't get me wrong, but I guess I'm, I'm old or something. I like, uh, you know, the old school shit. Nah, it's just what I was raised on, so it's what I feel, so it's in me. I love rap. So, I love rap. I want to ask you a couple questions because I've had a lot of travel experience. I don't know about you, but uh, you know I'm from New York and shit. Have you been to New York? No, I've never been to New York. I went to, to York, huh? I went to horrible New Jersey. Ooh, Jersey. Horrible Jersey. What do you think of their ladies though? The Jersey girls are pretty fun. Uh, I I was actually living in Atlanta at the time, and uh, no comparison. No comparison. Yep. Uh, to the Atlanta ladies. Yeah, they they're bad in Atlanta. Uh, Everybody knows that shit. They top notch. They know. They top notch. Give it to them. I give it to them. Straight up. But uh, we all love Frisco better. Yeah, it's all about. Can we call it Frisco now? That's for sure. It's all about Frisco right now. Can we call it Frisco? I don't know. I heard you get shot if you call Frisco. Is it Frisco or Cisco? No, I think it's Frisco. I say Frisco. Say Frisco. I always say uh, people like, "What are you doing?" Like Frisco's all I know, motherfucker. (laughs) That's all I say. Right now, it is all I know. That's for sure. That's all I fucking know, motherfucker. That's all you need to know, really. Don't ask me about anything else. I don't know about it. Frisco's all I know. Frisco's all I know. Goddamn right. 49ers and Giants, motherfucker. Yeah. Golden Gate Bridges. What? New York Giants? Football? Oh, no. Oh, that's my shit right there. Go Niners. Go Niners. I hope you do next year, actually, and I hope I'm here for it. Uh, You guys have a great team. I feel real bad that, that the Seahawks spanked you. Uh, But at the same time, the Seahawks have a great team, too, and they did, uh, you know, prove... Proved to be the better team by winning the Super Bowl. Yeah, right. and not only winning, but like a fucking hand. Uh, you know, that was a blowout. That was at a, least that we didn't lose. Uh, I'm saying, at least we didn't lose to the people that lost. 
though. You know, we we lost to winners. Yeah, they were winners. Yeah, it's true. I mean, they beat New Orleans. You gotta feel bad for Peyton Manning yeah, when you think about it. I mean, goddamn. You know? Bad. Yeah, it was all Once bad. Once again, another big loser. <laughs> hey, remember last week, Sean? We did have a big loser on notes from a two-girl sex show DJ. Yes, we did. We did. And the week before that, we had a big winner, which is fucking amazing, because I didn't know anyone could win that show. Well. To be honest, it's not won. easy. It is not easy to know how much money pussy brings in. You know what I'm saying? That's right. That's true. There's no rhyme or reason to how much it brings in. <laughs> That is true. Uh, you guys got anything you want to hear? We're at 415-550-0511. Daddy, would you like some sausage? Daddy, would you like some sausage? Some soul sausage. That's Daddy, right. This is like soul, sausage soul sausage on air. I just want to uh, let you know that coming up next is one of the... I personally might be a biased opinion it's true and sean doesn't even know this band but he's about to learn they're great friends of mine back from brooklyn new york uh kareem bunton the lead uh vocalist and uh i guess we'll say rhythm guitarist because my god awful most awesomest friend in the whole world george savoe I, ha- I have to say would be the lead guitarist. Uh, they hail from Brooklyn, New York, but Kareem Bunton, his brother, is in TV on the radio. Jaleel, bass player. You might know them. This is the Jugs. If you haven't heard of them, it's about time you have. And that's why I'm here to play them for you. And they will be coming up any second because I'm a slacker and didn't put the fucking headphone plug in. I hope you all are listening out there in Brooklyn. I really do. Because I miss you all and I love you all. And this one is going out to y'all. This is the jugs where you can't choose.
That was the jugs. I hope you liked it. I fucking loved it. Of course, because I love everything. Uh, yeah. We have a. That shit was good. Yeah, that's good, right? Oh uh, yeah. So we got a. We have a, a long distance call live. Are you there, Chef Eric? Are you there? I'm here. He's there, loud and clear. Good to see. Uh, he's calling live from Milano, Italia. Milan, Italy. That's right. We are international, folks. We got listeners all over the joint. That's what I'm saying. So, Chef, how are you doing today? I'm doing good today. It's about 60 degrees in Italy and uh, happy to be out of the United States. That's what I'm talking about. I've been trying to get out of the States. I can't even get out of San Francisco. You know what I'm saying? I hear you. So, uh, what's the weather like over there? Uh, it's about 60, 60-some degrees, 65 degrees. It's nice and sunny, and uh, I don't see any police outside my window, so things seem to be okay. 
Yeah, it's beautiful. It's about the same here. Uh, today was like 72 degrees, actually. It's fucking warm. I'm wearing shorts, buddy. I am wearing shorts. Very nice. Yeah. I'm actually in my underwear right now talking to you. Oh, that is so hot. So what else are you wearing? That's wonderful. This is a threesome. Would you like to say nothing? Uh, just the underwear, that's it. I like to keep my balls warm, you know. I'd like to introduce you to a friend of mine. This is my co-host, Hippie Sean. Well, what's happening? Sean, this is what's Chef Eric. This is one of my, uh, I can say my bestest. You want to go BFF, buddy? You want to do that? <laughs> we sure. This is my BFF, uh, this motherfucker I met in a dive bar in Brooklyn. He's from Detroit. I got some Midwestern roots in my family, and we clicked ever since. I've known you for about 15 years now, I think. Right, Chef? Uh, it's been about that long. 14, yeah. I think. We're 2014. I think we met about 2000, so we'll say 14 years. Good yep. times. How many times? How many good times have we had? Uh, about 14 years of good times, buddy. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. So, uh, we, we had you calling for a reason. Soul Sausage is, uh, this is something we have yet to really discuss here at Soul Sausage on Air, but Soul Sausage is a food and entertainment company. I, myself, the Sausage King of Brooklyn, did grow up as a butcher and a musician. Kind of put those worlds together to come up with this funky-ass company. Part of it is entertainment, which is what we're doing for you right now. Part of it is food. And, uh, we're talking here with Chef Eric Smith. He is a co-founder of... Fmonsanto.com, which really, you know, will take the the. What do you call it? What do you call it? We're gonna take the uh, difficulty out of out of the abbreviation and just say it's fuckmonsanto.com. Cause fuck those guys, right? That's it. That's what I'm talking about. So I'm good to say, I'm good to be here in Italy and Europe where they actually ban most of the genetically modified food. So. Uh, yeah, that's been all over the news. It's great to hear that. Uh, you know, interesting. You have you might have seen this because I know you're a Facebook buddy. Oh, by the way, before I forget, uh, not only does he have fmonsanto.com, but he also runs uh, Chefs Against GMOs. And, you know, the whole movement really goes together. But, you know, fuck Monsanto. Fuck GMOs. We're about real food, real fast, making friends, doing it right, living well. Yeah, right? Yeah, and uh, you know, I, I mean, I'm more on the, uh, I'm more on the vigilante side of the food food system here. Uh, I'm, you know, this Facebook stuff and writing letters to the FDA is just not cutting it. I mean, we have to really get out there and make a stand and say something about what's in our food and get this shit labeled. This is truly important to our survival of the future. Yeah, without a doubt. Uh, why don't you tell us how you got a little start? Well, tell us, first of all, you know, what you did before you wound up becoming such a vigilante uh, uh, activist. Well, uh... Like, what'd you do? I mean, where'd you work before? Uh, What'd you do? Well, when when I was uh, young, about 15 years old, I uh, entered the uh, juvenile correctional facility. (laughs) Where they served the finest five-star meals. Which was in uh, Detroit, Michigan. Um, and uh, I found myself at 15, 14, 15 working in the uh, kitchen cafeteria at the juvenile facility. Um, and, you know, I was a young kid in a lot of trouble. Um, and through, the, through uh, working at the kitchen and the cafeteria at the juvenile detention center, I don't know, something just clicked, man. Me and food. I just, I just love food. Um, eventually I got released. Uh, I did try to escape and I got caught 
so I had to do a, a few more months. But I did eventually <laughs> just. Um, and so when I got released, I started working at a restaurant as a dishwasher. Uh, I noticed that all the cooks were having having wonderful sex with the waitresses and eating the best food, and I was left with the scraps and working hard and clean, working late. So I said, you know what? I want to be a chef. So I worked my way up to becoming a chef, worked at several uh, high-end restaurants, went to culinary school in Michigan, Schoolcraft College, one of the best in the country. Um, Did you say, was was that, oh no, you didn't go to CIA. No, 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 I went to uh, Schoolcraft College and... uh, But you're in the CIA, is that how it works? Yes. Yes, okay. And uh, so, you know, I worked my way up the ladder from dishwasher to prep cook to cook to... um, The motherfucking man, Executive chef and uh, went to some really great... Fine establishment. Wait, so, so let uh, me get uh, this straight. Let me get this straight. So at first, you were Mexican. Yes. And then you were German. Yeah. That's fucking now, amazing. Uh, that is a progression that is unheard of in this world. That is amazing. Yeah, yeah. I worked my way up from... Uh, it is pretty amazing. I worked my way up from gutter, uh, juvenile detention, Started from the bottom. to Milano, Italy. Hey, here Started I am. from the bottom. And now... I can do it, you can do it. That's true. Anyone can do it. Uh, so, uh, so moving forward, um, from what I've learned about you in my years of being uh, your BFF, uh... Is that you used to have a high-end, fancy executive chef job at a fancy hotel we won't name, which I also still have a gym membership to. Thank you very much, Chef. That's actually one of the best presents I've ever received in life. Um, So, uh, that being said, you got canned from that job for throwing a pan at someone. Is that true? Uh, (laughs) Okay, I did call you out on that. But hey, what I really meant to say is when you got canned from that job, you did something monumental. Uh, Yeah. Uh, You went down to a certain area in New York City where there was a group of people protesting and fighting for their rights. And what did you do? What, what What happened when you went down to this place? Well... All right, so, uh, well, I got really drunk and <laughs> drank a fifth of whiskey. Uh, basically, was on the, uh, you know, I bought Clinton, got fired. Let's say we got fired. All right, I threw a pan. No big deal. Nobody was killed. Uh, so, all right, I threw, I threw a pan. I got fired. And, uh, you know, I got drunk. And I said, you know, this is getting ridiculous. I need to do something. I need to do something in life, something important, something to make a stand. Something World changing. Up. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I went down to Occupy Wall Street, drunk. Uh, kind of started a little commotion in the night. Passed out, drunk as a skunk. Woke up. Uh, I saw they had a kitchen in the morning when I woke up. A little, just a little tiny kitchen. I said, ah, maybe I'll go over there and wash dishes and just to help out, you know? Since I caught such a big scene the night before, I figured, fuck, I'd better try to redeem myself and do something nice here. So, down at Occupy Wall Street, right there in, uh, Zuccotti Park, we started, uh, we started a little kitchen there in the park. Um, and then from there, 
about three days later, I was asked by one of the founders of the Occupy Wall Street movement to uh, spearhead a um, an, uh, kitchen that we had uh, received from um, a uh, a homeless shelter and was offering their kitchen use later. And so I started cooking there, getting volunteers from the Occupy Wall Street movement. Um, and it became very successful. I mean, it, it was so successful. We had bankers coming down from from Chase Bank, waiting in line. Street protests are drawing from all walks of life. People whose lives Keep have been. Keep talking, Chef. I'm sorry. I apologize for that. Yeah, yeah, difficulty. yeah. No, we had bankers. I'm talking. I'm talking one percenters coming down to Occupy Wall Street, eating out of. Well, a kitchen that was as clean as we possibly could, but it was outdoors in a park, so it wasn't it wasn't your it wasn't your uh, one percenter type place to eat. But there were one percenters waiting in line two hours to eat eat Occupy Wall Street's food. Um, the food was great. It was all it was all locally grown from local farmers. We only used local farmers stuff. It was all donated. Um, also, other people would cook stuff and donate stuff, but this was all donated food, and this was all fresh food. This was all no GMOs. This was all local. And we were feeding thousands of people down in Ducati Park every day. Um, and it became, a, it became one of the best restaurants in New York City, actually. Uh, it was on the front page of the post. I remember all this. You know, you talk about this media, you talk about the post, and I just want to, uh, I want to do something for the audience here, live on the air. I actually have a great clip from when you were on the news, and we're going to play it. This is the top shelf, helps the cook, somewhere here, uh, helps cook up support for OWS and his anti-fat cat anger simmers. This is the chef, Eric Smith. Drawing from all walks of life, people whose lives have been appended by a recession they blame on financial fat cats. Artis Anastasia Churkina met one of them. From riches to rags, an American fairy tale gone sour. Eric Smith walks by a luxurious Manhattan hotel. A chef here for six years, he whipped up posh meals for the rich and famous. We did banquets for 5,000. Um, we, we did parties for the past three presidents there. We did some really high-end stuff. The recession changed everything. Today, Eric is jobless and broke after being laid off. Right now, I'm collecting unemployment, which is um, about to run out in about three months. His ingredients have changed too. We worked with a lot of high-end meats, fargois, um, chateaubriands. Now it's lettuce and tomatoes for a simple vegetable broth in a Brooklyn soup kitchen where he volunteers as one of the cooks for Occupy Wall Street. This is our uh, produce walk-in. The 38-year-old Detroit native dreams of starting his own business, a taco truck, but doesn't have the money. You know, it's been a struggle. Um, and, and, and it, yeah, it has made me think about how other people are struggling even more than myself. The realization that one in six Americans are living in poverty... How you doing? Uh, pasta marinara? ...has led Eric to the Occupy Wall Street protests calling for change. I've seen it just go from bad to worse to even worse. And, and, and it's really happening all over the country. The food he and other volunteers cook at the soup kitchen... Cheers, everybody, to the revolution. 
gets delivered to the protesters who spend day and night camping out. Hey, how are you? Eric also sleeps here. At the end of the night when there's a less people here, I'll go to the comfort zone and find myself a sleeping bag. I'm right on the ground, usually. Even though the chef is penniless in this revolution, he says he's been waiting for it his entire life. Cooking for rich fat cats in Manhattan and trying to get their food out as fast as possible and make sure it's all perfect from that for them. The poor and the and the rich being so separated and, and I always felt that it was wrong and this way this is something I feel like I can make a difference and make a change. And even though life is tough. Hey buddy, you look before, great on TV. Eric you really do. Do not choose to be anywhere else but here. <laughs> From relatively off to flat out broke is not an exceptional So that was Chef Eric Smith talking out live. Actually, we're going back to what? What was that? 2000, 2011 already. You believe that shit? Time flies when you're having fun, huh, buddy? Yeah, it's a long time. And uh, this revolution's still going, uh, even though it was 2011, and it seems like the Occupy Wall Street movement is over. It's actually just uh, branched out, and uh, we're still going, man. We're ready to take it on. Hell yeah, uh, you know, I saw something on Facebook, I was going to say this before, I think I forgot to, but uh, someone posted something that was like, um, uh, they went by a farm, and, it, and it, had a, it was all fenced in, and it had signs that were like, property of Monsanto, wow. incorporated, stay, stay off our property, like, yeah, and they were like, so disappointed, like, their Facebook post was like, so disappointed to walk by a farm and see this, you know? It's fucking, wow. it's ridiculous what's happening with that. It really is. It's disgusting, actually. It's not even ridiculous. It's disgusting, you know? Yes. Uh, Chef, fucking great to have you on the air. I miss you, buddy. I, wish I, I miss could, you, too. I wish I could be in Italy with you. I do want to keep you on the line, if you don't mind, because you know what? We usually have a listener call in uh, for our, 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 our contest. Are you ready to play a contest? Uh, sure, let's do the contest. The contest is called Notes from a Two Girl Sex Show DJ. Oh, that's great. I'm good at this one. Yeah, let's we're going to read you some notes and you're going to tell me what were the No, no, no. Tips. I'm really good at I'm, I'm good at this. I know. So you're I, a professional I, at the I, club, buddy. I know. <laughs> you do <laughs> you do the dance and all. Hey, uh, you know, is your where's your where's your lady friend at? Miss Kiara uh, Love over there. Yeah, she's here, and I, I also wanted to uh, plug a few things uh, before I did did leave. Um, yeah, my uh, I, I met a nice Italian girlfriend down in the Occupy Wall Street movement, and uh, yes, I remember when she, you guys kindled. This is a beautiful thing. Miss Kiara, are you there? Can you say hello? Uh, she's not here right now. She's not here but, right uh, now. Okay. Uh, no. Just to let you know, uh, uh, God, how do I say her last name again? You tell me, Kiara Cavalusi, Cavalasi. Cavalazzi. So Chiara Cavalazzi is actually a uh, documentary filmmaker uh, working on some Occupy Wall Street stuff with the chef. And it's, it's, it's actually, it's fucking amazing. Uh, she really uh, does a great job at letting people know what the truth is and what the lies are and uh, what the, what the, what the, what the good food is, basically. Uh, what do you got for us, chef? You got, so what are you plugging these days? What do you... What do you want uh, us to well, check out? Well, our, our uh, three-part documentary will, should be released very soon. Uh, we're looking at probably in the next month or two. 
um, and it's going to be basically online and open for everybody, uh, mostly free, but we're also taking donations. And we've started a Facebook page, which is called Revolution in Reverse. Um, and this documentary will be tackling the, the issues of control, the issues of uh, new debt, new and then also um, new systems in which we can live and share each other and the world without causing so much pain. That's a beautiful thing. That's called Sustain No Pain. Sustain No Pain. Yeah. Fuck and that, GMOs. Uh, and that Facebook page right is Revolution in Reverse. And you can also find some videos on videoj.org. Good to know. Uh, you heard it here first. That's Chef Eric Smith letting you know where to find out all your anti-GMO and F1 Santo. Uh, information. We got F1Santo.com. We got ChefsAgainstGMOs.com. And in a few minutes after this musical break, Chef Eric Smith will be here live from Milan, Italy to play the infamous notes from a two girl sex show DJ. We're going to kick it live with what do we got, Hippie Sean? What do we got coming up? Uh, telepop music. Let's Tele- do it. Yeah. Well, Bring it. All right, here we go.
All right, we are back. We are live with the chef. Bonjour. Are you ready to play? Hell yeah, I'm ready to play. You're ready to play, right? Oh, I'm fucking ready. Oops, can I say that? You can. We actually are FCC <laughs> non-regulated. You can say whatever the fuck you want, buddy. Okay. I heard music. That was a little music. Oh, not yet. But we're going to queue it up now. We're going to get you ready. Not yet. Just wait. 253. <laughs> close. Very close. I love your excitement. I do. Not everyone has been so excited to play such a thrilling oh, game. That's what I spent last night at the city bar. <laughs> oh. oh, well, you know exactly what the game is about. These ladies <laughs> would like to hear it. Oh. oh, okay. All right, so it looks like you're ready to play. We've kept I'm you ready. on the line. You're amazing, calling long distance from Milan, Italy. Milan, Italy. And now, are you ready? I am ready. <laughs> Time was 3.58 p.m. In the audience, there was three to seven guys. It was a very fun, attentive, and playful group. They were great tippers. The performance was excellent. It was a very kinky show. They accommodated all patrons in the party. And great partners, as always, were the two girls. Chef, you tell me. What were the tips? Um, let's see. It was a good night. People were having fun. They were tipping well. There was a lot of cocaine. Uh, I'd say $302. I'm sorry. I will tell you that a lot of people don't take note of all the clues. And the first minute, and most minute, important minute, clue. I, I wasn't sure. Does that just the tip for the girls or did that include the cocaine and the beer too? No, just the girls. Just the girls. Everything oh, else geez. is extra. But I what you really it. should take note of is the time. Because I feel the most important clue in the whole game is the time. But everyone overlooks the time. But we're going to give you a second chance. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> I was just going to read the one where there was no time. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not going to read that one because the time is so important. The time was... 5.30 p.m. Wow. On a Monday. That's an early one. On a Monday. Wow. Jobless. In the audience were 8 to 12 people. They came and went. They were super fun and very involved. The lights made it rain out there. Great tippers. The performance was the best of the day. They spread love all around that stage. It was literally an ass-banking good time. Chef, 
This is normally a two-song set sex girl show. This show was so exciting, it went to three songs. Tell me, what were the tips? All right. So I think I got it now. Um, let's see. If it was 5.30 p.m., it must have been a really shitty strip club. So I'm going to say the girls probably weren't that good even looking either. I mean, 5.30, I don't know. That's not quite the time. So I'm going to say <laughs> 60 bucks. I really love the logic between, like, people's, like, guesstimates really, they have so much logic behind the thought process. It's really amazing. Uh, I'm sorry, Chef, once again. <laughs> you are a loser. Yeah, yeah, wah, yeah. Wah. They made $172 that show. It was fucking an ass-banging good time. Literally. Chef, you are fucking awesome. Unfortunately, you lost, but you are still a winner in my eyes. All right. <laughs> I love you, brother. You give a kiss to Kiara for me. You put up that good fight. And you come visit in San Francisco when you get a chance. Occupy everything. Occupy everywhere. Give me a Plus shout. Give me a shout tomorrow, brother. I love you. Love you too, brother. I'll see you. Arrivederci. All right, folks. That was the chef. Occupy Wall Street. One of my dearest friends. Known him forever. Unfortunately, he was a big loser tonight. Wah, wah. On that note, we're going to keep the vibe positive and kick some music. <laughs> there it goes. There's a the fucking music. There's the internet. Oh, she's Darn kicking it. back in a little slow. Shit. All right. God, do you love your job? <laughs> Don't you love your fucking job? That's fucking awesome. It's a great yeah. fucking job. It, fucking, it, it pulled up as soon as he's... Hung up. That's how it works, right? Son of a bitch. Let me get some music, Sean. All right. A little bit more telepop music. A little bit of smile. Something.
million. Fly girl getting. Let me tell you about the snakes, the fakes, the lies, the highs, and all of these industry shingdings. Will you see the pretty girls in the high animated world? Check it for a rapper with all the dough. If you take a shit, they want to know. And if you're gonna fall, they won't be around, y'all. So you still wanna do the show business? And you think that you got what it takes? I mean, you really gotta rap and be all that. And prepare yourself for the breaks. Check it out. Gotta stick their nose. Yo, I gotta speak on the cesspool. It's the rap industry, and it ain't that cool. Only if you're on stage, but if you're speaking to your people, ain't no one you're equal, especially on the industry side. Don't let the games just glide right through your fingers. You gotta know the deal. So Lord Jamal, speak because you're giving you the business and putting on a show. You're a million dollar man that ain't got no dough, but you gotta hope. Tickets backstage to a show. Sedated, and at that fact, they laid it. Time passing, your ass say, Where's my loot? The reply is a kick in the ass from a leg in a boot. All you wanna do is taste the fruit, but in the back to make a fruit juice. You ask for slack and wanna get cut loose from the label, not able, cause you sign at the table for a pretty cash advance. Now they got a song and dance that you didn't recoup. More soup with your meal, cause this is the real when you get a record deal. And I say, Oh, shucks. Look what the cat hauled in. It's five dog from a drop called Quest. Let me begin like just me. I got so much trouble on my mind about these no-talent artists getting signed. They can't rhyme. And if that ain't bad, you got bootleggers going out like suckers. Motherfuckers, feel it's time that I let loose the lion. And if not that, then I'll commence the head flying. Seems you're 91, everybody want a rhyme. And then you go and sell my tape for only $5.99. Please, nigga, I worked too hard for this. No more will I take the booty end of the stick. Bogus brothers making albums when they know they can't hack it. Cause they lyrics display like eight ball jackets. Now tell me I can't tear it up. Go get yourself some toilet paper cause your lyrics is butt. Do you wanna be in the business? The people can't walk straight line. In the some business. of these brothers can't rhyme. In the business. Hey yo, I'm trying to get mine. The business. The party scene is cool, but then again, it's all the same. You see the same faces, but at different places. When you're up and riding high, everything is pouncy, pouncy. Get a million pounds and all the skins give you hugs. Well, that's cool, I can dig it. It really ain't my bad. Prefer the max on the side. I let my pants sag. Oh, he's a cutie. Yeah, real cute, but I wasn't that cute when I didn't have no loot. Although I hit a pound of herbs, I'm still nice with the verbs. So fuck what you heard. The born cypher cypher master makes me think much faster. But critics still continue to blast up my name and discredit my fame. All that shit is game. And I don't really give a damn. Eat from the tree of life and throw away the verbal ham. Well, excuse me. I gotta add my two cents in. Don't be alarmed. The rhyme was condensed in a matter of minutes, so it must be told. All that glitter's not gold. Everybody wants a deal. Help me make a demo. See my name in bright lights. Ride around in a limo. My mom keeps beefing. Boy, get a job. But I wanna make jams. Damn, I know I'll slam. Huh. Well, it's not that easy. You gotta get a label that's willing and able to market and promote. And you better hope. For what? That the product is dope. Take it for diamond. It's like mountain climbing. When it comes to rhyming, you gotta put your time in. Get a good lawyer so problems won't pile. You don't wanna make a pitch that's wild.
All right, Solomar. Little Tribe Called Quest. Little Tribe Called Quest. Show business. That's what we're doing, right? Little show yeah, business. Right. Yeah. So, uh, what do you got planned for this coming week? Anything good? Uh, let's see. Anything for this week? What is. This is the end of the month. Yes, I have something planned Friday. Uh, tomorrow, actually. I don't know. Just normal stuff, I guess. Just normal, regular stuff. Just I don't have anything huge planned. Nothing special? No, like, uh, what was it? Yesterday or day before yesterday? Well, Sunday. Sunday. Sunday was yesterday, right? Sunday. Sunday, yeah. Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, that was yesterday. Uh, they had a Philip C... Morris Hoffman or whatever. Yeah, Seymour Hoffman. Sorry, I don't mean to be an asshole about it. Uh, but yeah, that's they, all right. He's dead. Yeah, he's oh, dead. too soon. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> too soon. Uh, yeah, so they showed all his movies or whatever for free at this movie theater, and we we checked out some of them. The Big Lebowski. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I heard about that. They had a whole marathon, right? Hell yeah, yeah. They had like right. ten movies in a row. Yep. Uh, we we caught uh, the Big Lebowski and uh, Boogie Nights, which both movies <laughs> were fucking fantastic. Boogie John Nights. See Holmes. Hell yeah, that shit rocked, man. Hell yeah, that shit rocked. I never seen it. that was the first time I saw that. So did it rock a full twelve inches? Uh, I don't know about that, but mm-hmm. uh, it rocked. Yeah, so I asked them like, okay, so at the end when he pulled his dick out, how many of you guys stared? <laughs> <laughs> All of them. Exactly. Yeah, it's pretty big. That's what she said. Pretty big. It's pretty big. You know what's pretty big too? It's 2014 and change. Change is big in people's lives. I believe. Have you had any big changes? Me? Recently? Yeah. What the fuck? I know, right? Yes. Motherfucker. <laughs> Haven't we all? <laughs> Shit. Hell yeah. Fucking change like a motherfucker. Every fucking day, damn near. That's what I'm saying. We're going to keep some music rolling right along right now. This is my good old favorite Sam Cooke. Change is going to come. It will. 
yesterday and uh this is her favorite song right now as she says so here goes
Get your ass on the celly, cause I ain't got time to be arguing with your ass if you ain't really ready. Girl, why you never ready? For as long as you took, you better look like Halle Berry. Oh, Beyonce, shit, then we getting married. I bought sand to the beach, cause my beach is better. You can keep the beach, cause that beach, whatever. Started out at the Derby, ended up at one oak. Left the house with a hundred grand, ended up being broke. Don't get mad at me, I'm buying bucket after bucket. When it's gone, I'm like, fuck it, I replace it with another one. Uh, can't take this money, but you furnish shit up like I'm rich. A nigga Saxon is the up and on. Uh. I'm a tourist, nigga. Money talk, I speak fluent, nigga. Reebok's on, I just do it, nigga. Look at me, I'm pure, nigga. I bet the hoes on my door, nigga. I don't bop, I do the money dance. My bitch will cause a hundred grand. Red birch, you see me slide. Sex bitch, I hope she bout it. Sex bitch, I know she bout it. Fuck with me, you know I got it. Fuck with me, you know I got it. Fuck with me, you know I got it. Sex bitch, I hope she bout it. Come fuck with me, you know I got it. Fuck with me, you know I got it. Fuck with me, you know I got it. Sex bitch, I hope she got it. Come fuck with me, you know I got it. I got it. I got it. Hoach landed in Rome, nigga. Oh, hell sees us home, niggas. Chin Don, Chow Bella. Come money dance with the good fellas. Hope keep getting that Demero, got it. Even if a nigga got a rabbit, get it. Blackjack in the cut seat, no. A nigga got a limited credit, uh. A nigga got a lot of vendettas, uh. But we the black mall, we gon' set it, uh. Peel off in a Lamborghini cone tie. 200 in the dash, you gonna rev it. Skirt! Lucky Lucci, I know. It's what they call me, Paisano. A hundred keys at the Pigano. Plays across the bad Rizzano. El Pino. In the villa in Venice, sipping vino. Not bad for Muliano. Y'all know, like we know. I got it. Fuck me, you know I got it. Fuck me, you know I got it. Bad bitch, I hope she got it. Fuck me, you know I 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 got it. F
coming down that beat. Geechee yeah. nigga with satin sheets. Uh, 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 uh. Bad bitch, she a masterpiece. <laughs> Got a bad bitch, she a masterpiece. Well, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Little Jay-Z in the house. I just landed up in Europe. Shopping bags on my tourists. That's what Jay-Z said. Where was it? Paris? Yeah, Milan? I think so. Paris, home of fashion. I think it's like Fashion Week back east. How New do York you fashion feel week? about fashion? Me? Yeah. <coughs> I used to give a lot of shit about it, but now I don't give no fucks about it. You so. don't give no fucks? Who gives a fuck? Nah, I don't give a fuck no more. It's just because my lifestyle's different You can now. see my fashion. I got holes in my jeans, holes in my sweater, holes in my heart. <laughs> it's, it's painful. Yeah, I got holes in my heart, too. Don't worry. <laughs> Daddy, would you like some sausage? <laughs> Life sausage death. Life sausage death. Ha! <laughs> I got some more shit for you. We are late night here. Soul sausage on air. If you like what you're hearing, you heard this before. You got some questions for me. You got some questions you for Sean. All the things you always wanted. To <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. Sexy. Easiest one, two, three. Just love yourself. Like anyone who knows music knows that that is a ridiculous transition between real voice and like that is like some ridiculous shit right there. It's a soul glow, baby. That is the soul glow. There, right there. We are glowing over here. Tiffany Sean, Frosty Nogs are glowing here in the studio. It has been a fantastic Monday. I don't know how y'all feel about Mondays, but mine was fucking awesome. Mine was goddamn awesome too. Goddamn if it. you'd like to tell us how awesome your Monday was, give us a call. 415-550-0511. It's late. We do have neighbors. We have to be quiet. But if you want to come tiptoe down to the studio, we're at 2781 21st Street. That's on the corner of 21st in Florida, deep in the heart of the mission, San Francisco, California. We are pumping some soul glow. That's that's lovely. That was lovely. I think about soul glow. I think it's a beautiful thing. I go. think uh, it feels right in my hair. There you go. You do have a, a, a fro going on there. I do have a little fro. It's time for a fucking uh, little haircut. Daddy, would you like some sausages? <laughs> Daddy, would you like some sausage? Some sausage on there. Late night on the West Coast. Early morning drive on your East Coast. Give us a call, please. Let us know what you think. Uh, let me know what you think of like our underground music, like the Jugs, which is very close to basically smashing through the ceiling, really. They're not really underground. They're fucking awesome. And you should know about them. The Jugs. Look them up. Brooklyn, New York. Real deal shit. Psychedelic blues. Rock. Uh... Other than that, I guess we've been a little bit mainstream tonight. Let's show some glow. 
I'm sorry. We got Pam Benjamin's favorite background music, which she has totally turned me on to. This is Floating Goat. Is that, what that we talk to? over yeah. to? Yeah, Floating, Floating Goat. Goat. Little punk, punk metal. Yeah, I'm right. Uh, Daddy, would you like some sausage? Right, no Daddy, more. would you like no some sausage? No more daddy sausages. No more soul sausages. Just soul sausages, baby. No daddy sausages. Daddy, would you like some soul sausages? No. You got anything you want to play? I know I, I'm, I'm actually going to let you all know that I'm going to keep it going because fucking A, I got no alarm clock. Got a lot of music, man. Sean is going to have to take off in a couple short minutes. You got something you want to play before you leave? You got any, uh, I don't know, anything you haven't heard in a while? I got some shit. I got some shit. Don't worry. Everybody's going to be cool. All right. Just got to get this one up. Don't worry. It's all good. We're gonna let Sean Lamar. Otherwise, I'm gonna I wrote Sean. the wrong fucking shit. That's why. Kick up the next tune for y'all. I, hope I am a pothead, so that is the reason why I fucked up. So, but you go. You know why? You know what? Because I got high. You know why everything fucking happens? Because I got high. Hell yeah. Thank you. 
Spray my cologne and put on my sleeve for me. Put your titties up on the screen for me. And when I'm gone, I know you dream of me. She sings yeah. your favorite song. That was good stuff. That was a little uh, XV uh, uh, and uh, Yuna, actually. That's her song, Someone Out of Town. That's actually dedicated to the same person whose birthday was yesterday. Because uh, that's kind of, I guess, our song, I guess. Yeah, I'll say that. Whatever. That's your song? That's our song. That's our song. Yeah, our. Big, actually. What does that mean? You're moving in? 
Uh, no, I will never move <laughs> back to Atlanta. I will say that right now. So Atlanta. If she's, if she's listening, nope. I've been there a few times. I like that. I don't town. like Atlanta. I like that town. Actually. Fuck Atlanta. I've had a shit ton of fun. San Francisco, baby. I love the fucking West Coast. I'm. I, I ain't going nowhere. West Coast, best. I might move back to New Orleans one day. One day. New Orleans is another great town. That is one city I actually did consider living I, in. Uh, I love New Orleans. It's great. Call me a drunk, but it was like I gotta go somewhere where Fuck. at least is open as late as New York. Fuck it. Atlanta. New Orleans was like the only one. Oh my God, New Orleans, motherfucker! That's like the only city that can really compete when it comes to like bars at Atlanta night. Atlanta shuts like, down, man. Like shit. ten o'clock, man. Ten o'clock. Ten o'clock. Where? Atlanta? Atlanta. Ten o'clock. Ten o'clock, man. No, two. It's hard to find anything to do at ten. That is true, though. If I wasn't at concerts or partying, ten o'clock, hotels, man. Atlanta was Straight like up. it's dead. You don't yeah, want to be downtown like, anyway. You know what everyone That's does? sketchy. If everyone does in Atlanta. They the just mission, drive around. The mission is not sketchy. Atlanta no. downtown is fucking sketchy at yeah. fucking night. You don't no. fucking want to be the light. If Everyone you, just cruise Peachtree. That's the thing. Like on Friday night, I go to that's the what bar. They do in the south. On Friday that's night in Atlanta, do. they just get in their car and like drive down the boulevard that's and cause major traffic. That's what we do in the south. Just, just so ride, they can baby. show off their car and shit. That, uh, yeah, that blew my mind a few times. Yep. I'm like, I got somewhere to be. You making me late for my concert, motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> Nigga ain't allowed people see my car yet. Yeah, dude, I have to say though, it was like a car show. Like you see, like oh, sweet this? rims and fucking hydraulics and, they all, and all that shit. And man. they all live in the hood and have baby mamas. Baby's welcome, mamas. Welcome to Atlanta with a player's You got any play. baby mama? And they ride on rims like every day. I don't have any baby mamas. I know. Hell no, I don't have no baby mamas. Not that I know of. Uh, I might have them. I had some girls that said I was the baby father. But, uh, yeah, that didn't stick, so. It didn't stick? Nope. I'm like, uh. Were you on Mori? That's like, uh, Dro knows. Promote, promote buddy Dro. He's fucking comedian. Oh, yeah, Dro. uh, He said, he does that joke. He's like, he he does a joke about God. Yeah, Mori Povich. He says, God, you are not the father. That's a great fucking joke, actually. Props to you, uh, Dro. That's, That's a great fucking joke, man. Uh,. Yeah, he's one. Sketchy. Said sketchy. Yeah. Nope. Sketchy in the mission. Not in Atlanta, apparently. And New I Orleans. Had, I had some sketchy what about shit New Orleans? Me in, in you, Atlanta. What sure. about, have you been, you've been in New Orleans, right? Oh, yeah, more than once. Downtown at night? I actually never sleep. Every time I go there, I never Fuck fucking sleep. New Orleans, why sleep? Nope. Why sleep? Life sausage is death. Why sleep? Sleep yep. is for the weak. You know what I'm saying, folks? That's why we're up late here at Mutiny Radio. Very late. Very late. Because sleep is for the week. For the week. I sleep when I'm dead. And then after that, I'm going to be awake. So, it's great. I know that we're already here. But before you leave, Sean, I'm going to play a little ditty by a band known as Ye Old Led Zeppelin. This is going to California. I love you, California. Spend my days with a woman unkind, smoke my stuff and drink. Start. 
Someone told me there's a girl out there with love in her eyes and flowers in her hair. On a big jet plane Never let them tell you That we're all the same Oh, the sea was red And the sky was gray One that had tomorrow Tell me what food relieves insomnia, anxiety, stress, chronic brain, depression, nausea, and can induce euphoria and stimulate appetite? I'm going to guess waffles. <laughs> that is incorrect. <laughs> Actually, Alex, the food I'm talking about are cannabis-based medicinal extracts. Cannabis-based medicinal extracts? That sounds like you're smoking drugs, Ed. No, baby. There are smokeless, safe, and less expensive alternative to smoking. But can I use it to sleep? Yes, baby. Good, because I'm so excited by this that I may never sleep again. And it sounds like you, Alex, may want to check out the number 4altacalifornia.com. That's 4altacalifornia.
I was a, um, a preschool teacher, preschool helper. That's great. It starts with a I forgot to turn the microphones down. So we're in the six o'clock hour. It's uh, joke workshop, but it's not joke workshop because <laughs> no one's coming to joke workshop. I got in trouble on bacon. We'll talk in a minute. Telling all their business, sit in the court and be their own star witness. Do you see the perpetrator? Yeah, I'm right here. Fuck around, get the whole label sent up for years. Uh, rap snitches. Telling all their business, sit in the court and be their own star witness. Do you see the perpetrator? Yeah, I'm right here. Fuck around, get the whole label sent up for years. Tight profile, low, like eight and paid in full. Attract heavy cash, cut the game centrifugal, Mr. Fantastic. Long go like elastic, all my life with twin glocks. It's made out of plastic. Can stand up brown nose and nigga fake ass bastard. Admiring my style, tall bust through Manhattan, and plotting, playing the quickest. My flow's the sickest, my hoes be the thickest, my dro the stickiest. Street nigga, stamped and bona fide. When beef jump niggas come get me, cause they know I ride. True to the ski mask, New York's my origin. Play a fake gangster like an old accordion. According to him, when the D's rushed in, complication from the wild testimony was thin. Cause this man to go up north, the boy hit him again. Lame rap snitch, nigga, even told on the Mexican. Rap snitches, telling on their business. Sit in the court and be their own star witness. Do you see the perpetrator? Yeah, I'm right here. Fuck around, get the whole label sent up for years. Rap snitches, telling on their business. Sit in the court and be their own star witness. Do you see the perpetrator? Yeah, I'm right here. Fuck around, get the whole label sent up for years. True, there's rules to this shit. Rules they care. Everybody want to rule the world with tears for fear. Yeah, yeah, tell them, tell it on the mountain hill. Running up their mouth, Bill. Everybody doubting still. The former, keep it up and get tested. Pop through your bubble vest or double-breasted. He keep a lab down south in the little beast. So much heat, you would have thought it was the Middle East. A little grease always keeps the wheels a spinning, like sitting on 23s to get the squealers grinning. Getting on many trees, feel real linen. Spitting on enemies, get to steal for ten men. With no brains but gum flap, he said his gun clap. Then he fled after one slap. Son, shut the trap, save it for the bitches. Mm, delicious, rap snitch, delicious. You know what I'm saying? Terrible. Crazy, man. I'm just analyzing this whole game. It's just bugged out, man. Niggas snitching. Telling on their own self. All of Fuck them. around. Don't get anybody bag, man. Trust Fuck around and get your mama bag, man. You know your grandma used to be bootlegging. Fake hustling, nigga.
that is probably somewhat of a travesty having me. Then he told the people you can call me your majesty. Keep your vanity charged. He know it won't stick, yo. And it's not his fault you kick slow. Should've let your trick hold, chick hold your sick glow. Plus nobody couldn't do nothing once he let the brick go. And you know I know that's a bunch of snow. The beat is so butter. Peep the slow cutter as he uttered a calm flow. Don't talk about my mom, yo. Sometimes he rhyme quick, sometimes he rhyme slow or vice versa. Whip up a slice of nice verse pie. Hit it on the first try, villain. The worst guy spot hot tracks like spot a pair of fat asses. Shots of the scotch from out the square shot glasses. And he won't stop till he got the masses. And show him what they know not through flows of hot molasses. Do it like the robot to head spin to boogaloo. Took a few minutes to convince the average boogaloo. It's ugly, like look at you, it's a damn shame. Just remember all caps when you spell the man name. Slice wig, allegedly the investigation is still ongoing. In this pesky nation, he got the best con flowing. The pot doubles, now they really got troubles. Madman never go like snot bubbles. End of the world's coming, and we're all gonna die, right, Pancake? I can't That's what you stress just said. this enough. That we're all gonna die. Yeah. We're all gonna die. Yep. Well, eventually. Well, eventually. I know. That's what I was saying too. We're all gonna die eventually. But especially if the FEMA today. wants to like have a drill and, and like throw M16s in my face <laughs> and say, "Stay in your homes," or "Oh, you know what? Actually, I don't give a shit. You're outdoors." It's, it's free game. It's it's open season on anyone who's outdoors because you must be a threat to my safety, my grandmother's safety. Well, that's the, I mean, am I? I, I mean, took the bus today, took the bus here, walked through the tenderloin. Am I a threat? What's the deal with the Muni? Are they going to shut that down? No, they're keeping everything open. No, you're a threat to yourself if you I walk guess. through the tenderloin. Well, what are they going to at I'm a threat point. to this. This I just don't understand how every time I undo all of those cords, they all get jumbled up again. It's just it's it's just entropy. It's the jumble gnome. It's entropy. <laughs> hey, do you want a you want a mask? I don't want a mask either. They're clean. I I don't know. We've talked about it on the last hour. I, if we're scared. I, I, You're I not scared at today. all. 
I ate lunch today in a hospital cafeteria. Oh my god! Why? Yeah. <laughs> because I've been making a lot of stops in, in like medical buildings and hospitals. They're moving shit around now. They're 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 calling us. And I just had a stop at lunchtime. Like, yeah, fuck it. Why not? Wait, you take like legal documents and like yeah. blueprints and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of you had a lot of work today. Yeah, yeah, I was going to hospitals. Patient uh-huh. zero. A lot dude, of hospitals. A lot dude, of dude. You dude, are... I have a video. I took a video of these two doctors walking around like in literal biohazard suits, carrying these like, boxes that were wrapped in plastic. They look like they they were vaccines. No way. They weren't vaccines. Yeah. But they looked like they. Were vaccines. Was it a red I, box or a blue box? White. Just, it was just white. Just let people know as we spread misinformation sometimes. No, no. That's what He's I want. That's what we should do d- during the entirety of the lockdown: is just spread fake news about the contagion. Well, <laughs> Sam, if all of what you're saying is yeah. completely true, you are the life. You you are the the main line to everything that would be causing or helping any of this at this point. Oh yeah. Curve on spreading fake news. That's really yeah, really been happening for right? months now. <laughs> But when PG&E was when they were having their fire shit, they were there because they're, they're one of our clients too. Mm-hmm. So they would send documents to the uh, CPUC, which is the Commission Protective Urinary Cox or something. I don't know what it is, but okay. it, it's something. CPUC. CPUC. PG&E to CPUC. It's a hot delivery. Whoa. Like big ass, big ass bricks, tons of documents. Like, oh, oh shit! Yeah. That's the insurance. I've thought about like just what would happen if I just tossed them into the bag, <laughs> and the answer is probably they would just print out more of them. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sure you're close enough to kill a federal judge last Tuesday. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but uh, there's uh, that's why I wrote my little book about bike messenger assassins is that you really are moving around like they sensitive s- shit. They let me sneak my scissors in too to the courtroom now. Oh, wait. Yeah, they don't even look at the fucking screen when what I about go your little I just What about your little scalpel? My scalpel, my scalpel, my scissors. I bring them in now. I used to hide them under my bike. But Dude, now should I you be or telling everyone in the world this? Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. That's a 400 McAllister. The, uh, the federal building at Golden Gate where they have the f- marshals and shit. They're such fucking assholes. You can't even bring a dime bag of weed in there. And I have a sore throat. My cheek. Oh, no, I went. It was. I went into the federal night, building with shrooms once Sam. accidentally. What? I went into. I went into the federal building once with shrooms accidentally. I didn't know that they were in my bag. Five 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 Golden Gate. And, and I, yeah, I put it through that because because there's a there's a post office in the bottom of that and there's no other post office in the tenderloin, and I had to send. I was sending. I was sending marijuana food to a friend. <laughs> anyway, so I went down to. The, so I went and I my little bag goes through or whatever, and I do my business and everything else and I go to the the post office and send my little box and then I'm like 20 minutes away I'm on my way to the station I'm like oh my god I've got mushrooms in my bag and I just walked into a federal building they didn't they didn't they didn't fuck with me I was very lucky but uh you make mushrooms legal good I'm gonna. I'm. I'm so glad I have all those mushrooms. I have to stay indoors. All Do you still have all that, that, that big so bag? So many, of course. Fuck yeah. <laughs> you know what I, w- I worry about is uh, giving my worst ideas about how to conduct yourself as a human being, and having that go out to the masses 
and having that be an example of what is you know okay to do because i've talked about like on in my sets i've talked about like putting something on toilet paper because it's the wild wild west in the bathroom anything goes I guess you could bring your own toilet paper and be what safe that way. Yeah. On the t- like putting anthrax on the yeah, toilet like, paper? Yeah, like that's what I was thinking, like a contagion anything, or something. Anything, you can anything. Do that with, you can do that with so many things. You could drop acid into like a public water, not a public water fountain, but like, you know those big jugs they have at Mexican restaurants? You could put like 500 drops into that thing and fuck everybody up that comes through. Yeah. But then and no one would be, be able to put it together. You'd be expanding the their fucking minds. Yeah, you would. True. You wouldn't be ruining their lives. No, well, there's, some ca- there's some cases where... Like I heard about this one Never girl, does. her boyfriend. I, it's my story, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's that's the girl that I, I taught, and she was yes. in my special ed class. She that was, hit me so hard. She was emotionally disturbed because she was a typically developing child, and her ex-boyfriend was mad at her and dosed her seven up with forty hits of liquid acid and didn't tell anybody, and nobody, nobody knew. So she went to the hospital and she was freaking out. And she was like, "I saw." She told me stories. She's like, "I saw God. I saw the devil." The hospital, like. Their hospitals are fucked up places, and they didn't. Nobody knew for like two weeks that she was on acid. They put her in the insane, like they, <laughs> and they nobody. I was like, doctors couldn't what? fucking figure that out. But it but was what a terrible idea to bring someone on acid to a hospital. You should bring them to Joshua Tree. But they didn't. Or something. Like, they didn't cool know. They didn't know she was on acid. That's the whole thing. Is that he did it without anybody knowing, and her parents didn't know, and it wasn't anything that she would have ever done. And so it was so out of character that nobody thought at that time. That it was, it could be something like that. They thought she just had some crazy psychic break, and she didn't know that she'd done it, and she was fucking losing well, her she, goddamn she, mind. She should have listened to her parents when they told her to stop hanging out with Tyler. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so it was awful for her, and she ended up, it ended up fucking her up for, for life. Really, she, she had trouble at a bunch of different schools, and the last I heard, she was doing one of those work programs, where you like fill sandbags and stuff for the government for money in California or whatever, like outdoor work stuff. Is that MK Ultra? Is that that project? I don't know what it's called, but she attacked her boss guy with a pickaxe because he, <laughs> he triggered her because she'd been sexually assaulted and all this other stuff had happened, oh. and so, so be she careful got, about revealing oh. too much about. Oh, I don't even remember her name. And this oh. was from this was a, this was a student I had when I, in 1998. I mean, I remember oh. the school and I remember 1998, but I can't be specific about anything more than that. But I do remember all of that. Jesus. I taught a lot of kids. It's hard. It's hard to remember all the comedians' names, let alone all the kids you ever taught. So that was like the new basket weaving class for people with with their mental disorders. Oh, I used to teach. I used to teach students with emotional disturbance for a while. I was a California public school teacher. One of the things I used to do. Yeah, but. How did she get the pickaxe? She was like mining. Yeah, that's oh, a she great was question. mining. How yeah, did she get the pickaxe? They gave it to her. She was working <laughs> with it. She was working with it. They were doing outdoor work, and they all were filling sandbags or something, and that's something that you could do in Sacramento. Like if you fucked up in school and they didn't know what to do with you, there were, and she'd already been through my the program I was teaching. Like there was nowhere else to put her, and Juvie wasn't going to work. Oops, you want to be on the mic. There's an on-off switch on that, too. You have to flip it. Is it? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Is that on? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. 
mean, she's emotionally disturbed and she's going crazy and you don't know what to do with her, so give her a pickaxe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, see, she was working outside <laughs> and and I guess her boss guy touched her butt or something and she flipped on him. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fuck that guy. I would do that too. So there, there are problems. Anyway. Beyond the acid. Beyond the acid. Well, that then that's the thing is that once you become one of those kids and you're in like special ed classes and stuff, it's kind of hard to get out of them. That's happened to so many people. I'm just uh, people going through so much acid frenzies or whatever where they get locked in. Sid Barrett from uh, Pink Floyd. He went nuts and... Too much acid. Too much acid. He was Ch- the Charles Manson. Charles, Charles, Will Charles Manson, too much acid. I think there's a lot more to that, but yeah, too much acid there too. Did Jer- is Jeremy still around? No, he too much acid. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's gone. Okay, I was just checking. Yeah, it's so checking. funny. Like the, it's weird. It's weird, the way that you think about acid as you're going through it. Like when I was younger, I thought acid was the devil. It was gonna melt your brain. And then I took it, and I felt like I had been lied to my whole life about acid. And then I started taking it more and more, and then it started to do less, less good. Like, there were dimi- diminishing returns on it. Oh, yeah. And then it gets to a place where you're like, when should I stop? Certain tolerance buildup that you, you get, and you yeah, have to take more to feel it. You don't learn the same stuff that you learned when you first took it. And that's wha- that was one of the greatest things for me with taking it. That's like why you try mescaline next. And yeah. then you're like, oh, this isn't good enough. Let's try GBH or whatever, GHB G- or whatever. GHB is not. It's, that's weird. <laughs> it's a weird drug. It is. But you feel drunk, and then it changes. <laughs> I, there's ketamine. I, well, you're oh, on your ketamine. ketamine. <laughs> I had two weeks Horse writing a lot of ketamine. <laughs> I just hung out with these people that were doing ketamine. It's not really a fun drug. Like it doesn't I, do I, anything. I, I it's I like agree. softer than wheat. Like I grew up and there was a song called wheat. "Getting Stuck in the K Hole" or "Kids in the K Hole." Yeah. That whole song was just like, oh, you get stuck and then you feel like, oh, there's all euphoria and all this, but you well, can't constantly, you don't even <laughs> know what's real, and that would be a horrible reality. Well, that's that. That would probably be the only thing that would convince me to actually do more ketamine is the fact that I might permanently be high on it. That's. <laughs> Sounds like a pretty good bang for your buck there. Matthew Cork is back. You no, know I did, I'm sorry. Did that sound? I'm sorry. To, I'm that my voice had the wrong intonation. That that didn't mean to sound sad. I now feel <laughs> I should address the fact that I took a crap or something. Like oh, I didn't know. I can't. I have no sense of smell, so it's not going to. Well, I didn't take it there's in a, the room. I, there's matches here. in there. Match. There's matches. Did you know? It's not matches. about. It's that like well, you made a, a point. Like, why weren't you here early? Wait, now. Uh, okay. <laughs> So where were you, buddy? Um. Intonation in, in there's matches in there. <laughs> <laughs> Way more excited. Now, please leave the podcast. I'm not worried about using a stage. <laughs> I'm worried about the studio audience being like, why weren't you? You were just there. Why, why were you gone for 10 minutes? Well, um, I'm still debating on whether. I guess if I don't take the bus and I walk here. I can be here during the day. There's no difference of me being here than being at my house. Like, I'm inside, and no one else is. Well, right now there's people. But none of you people are people that I haven't. Like, We're also not really touching or anything. Right. What's the deal with people just uh, gathering in other people's houses? We're not supposed to. We're not supposed to gather, and no one's supposed to gather anywhere together. Is there a limit Except on your the immediate gathering? family. 
And there, people can't, can't sit. People can't sit for restaurants now. Everything has to be takeout if they're going to stay open. Bars and restaurants are all closed unless you're getting takeout. And you're only supposed to have essential jobs, so then you have to make sure, you have to figure out, like, whose job is essential. Like, Is that just, you, do you just get to decide if your job is essential? Uh, they because if you're a fast food counter operator. I know, is like McDonald's essential? I was asking yeah, that. Yeah, it is. Uh, it definitely, Popeye's is essential. Takeout only? Well, they're probably reducing to skeleton staff. They're closing yeah. the churches, but not the churches. Amazon is hiring... <laughs> Amazon is hiring 100,000 workers for their warehouses and distribution. This is all for Bezos to make more money. Yeah. So we oh all have shit. to work for we all have to work for Amazon cuz it's going to be the only game in town. Cuz that could be something. He has enough money where he could do something. He owns like Whole Foods. He has the food production. Yeah. <laughs> He's 100 billion. No, he, he could give all of us one dollar and three cents. No, 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 no. Do the math right now. Do the math. What, what's a what's a billion divided by three hundred fifty million? That's like three. That's, that's like three dollars. I think. Oh, no. you got it's, me. No, no, no. It's there's nine hundred and ninety nine. Three hundred dollars. Millions, almost in a billion. So if you had three hundred and twenty five million, um, because we have three hundred twenty five million, that's three million per person. Oh, he has 325 no, billion. I thought he had 100 yeah. billion. Oh my god, he could easily give each of us a million dollars. There's no question at yeah. all mathematically. No, he could it's, give a every single one. it's a thousand dollars. No, it's a million dollars. To be but fair, it's not like he has that in cash. Okay. True. If, yeah, this is if all. we all have money, none of us have that's money. True. Exactly, and that's what I'm saying. Uh, it if we're make a all difference. special, none of us are. <laughs> <laughs> I I really think. Something to that. If you have a hundred billion dollars, you could throw a pandemic just into the populace to inc- boost up your sales and take over the world. Yeah. Like Bezos could. But you're be running the high risk of catching it. True. Unless he has the vaccine and, and he thought Vaccines about all. Vaccines aren't hundred percent. The vaccine Maybe. is just him looking it's ugly too, as fuck. It's too <laughs> so that's all Bald, fun. Ugly that's all fun head. to suggest, but it's too random. You'll get people you don't want to die caught up in that. Can't. Well, can't and you everyone. know what? Two thousand. How many people died in the does, Twin and, Towers? And frankly, like 2,600 wh- people have died, and those were all innocent sure, people. And sure. people probably knew those but, people. And frankly, Bezos doesn't really need to do it. He's already largely in control of everything. He, he you know, like he's already crushing uh, inner cities and and small towns with his deliveries. But. And, but we're about to have an uprising, and we 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 can't. We're not going to take this anymore. We're all in to the me, mud, yeah. and we're we're all against each other all day, every day, competing against each other. So we're all going to have a, a revolution. We're gonna we're we're gonna be on top. But I'm right? pretty sh- starting to sound like Charles Manson. But I'm pretty sure Re- revolution. But, but just to, like we were t- like Be- but Bezos isn't like pulling any strings on that. He he wants a certain amount of stability so he can maintain being a billionaire. If it's a free for all millionaire, there's no guarantee he's maintaining who he used to be. Like it's a little too too random for he's those. He's self sufficient. I'm sure of oh, it. Yeah, His self? No, he's not. Can he hunt for himself? He still realizes. I think he's got like lemon food. trees in his yard. He's he got. Eat lemon trees. You know, does he know shit. how to skin and dress an animal? I doubt it. Just to wait for most of the population to die from. Oh, 
All the food will be his. It's too. It's too random for that. Someone I lower down the totem pole who's willing to take chances to do that. Um, Look, it's really just they. So Joe Rogan asked this pandemic expert about this stuff, and they, they talk about these like, oh, these made up diseases that people make in a lab. He's like, first of all, it's too hard, and we have plenty to be worried about with what's just regular out there. Like, you don't need to make up all the scariest things you can think of a disease can do to you is already a disease that's out there. It's not, you know, you don't have to make anything up. Why is this one so contagious? Is it because it lasts? Sure. Does it last a while? It's it's no, not it's probably any more contagious than anything else. It's just new to us, and it's going to wreak a special kind of havoc because it's the same. A, a coronavirus is also the common cold. It's in that field of viruses. I thought coronavirus was a virus that exists in animals and rarely goes to humans. But there's something about was the 19th one that they call it 19 because it showed its ass in no, 2019. Oh, oh. yeah. This isn't the 19th. But there are, di- there are different variations of corona, right? Right, and the yeah. common cold is one of them. And we don't get an uproar over that because it's common. And this new one, they're sort of like, well, we're not sure what the death rate is and whatever. Like, there's still stats coming out on what the actual death rate is because it's so new, we have no freaking clue what to is expect. Is it because it's spreading so fast? We don't well, have it's spreading so fast because stats. they didn't take, make us make proper – it was a hoax for like two months. You know, which was mm. bad advice. You know, uh, um, and Trump defunded. Uh, yeah, the crisis pandemic epidemiologists, well, right? Which the world. CDC. Yes. Mm-hmm. So those are all contributing factors to why it's spreading because nobody was taking it seriously. Like if we got the word the first day, we wouldn't have had to be as drastic as now. The worse it gets, the more drastic things will have to be. If we got if the first day this happened, the first few people were quarantined. We were asked to rest in place, and they started making tests so we could all be tested to know for sure if we have it or not. Like, this would all be solved so much faster, but they sort of were like, oh, it's a hoax. And then it was spreading un- almost unfettered. It's a democratic oh, hoax. Yeah. So those, those are contributing factors to why it's spreading. And it's probably not going to be that bad, but there's enough I don't know. And if it does get bad, and no, why didn't you tell us to shelter in place for two months? Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, we're either all going to die or we're going to look back on it and feel so silly. No, we can just Rarely say. do we look back on ourselves and think it's so silly. Most of the time we look back and be like, we probably could have been smarter even. Wine flu seems silly to me. Well, how old were you when that went through? Like 11. So yeah, so well everything was silly to me. Right, exactly. <laughs> My point. Everything's silly to you now. Um, um, I'm only twelve. And it's now. easy to be, you know. <laughs> I, let me. I, I I used to be you. Now I'm fifty, and it's easy to be cocky and everything about it when you're you. That's just how. You know what's worse than a fireman who starts a fire to be the hero? A policeman who shoots himself. Oh, wait, this was on Final Jeopardy last night. The this whole crime. Oh, I love this song. Come um, on, what? The <laughs> the worst part, the the worst worst th- worst about that is it's premeditated, and the fireman doesn't want to put out that part of the town. I I lost you. Yeah, what I happened? what? <laughs> you took a you took a sidestep. I think you lost yourself. Big no. on like his fourth slice of hot bread. <laughs> I'm glad you like it so much. Well, is it oh. just that you're hungry or that it actually is? I'm starving. Get high. Yeah. 
I have a fish. I have a fish. A fish salad. Oh, I think I just want need the jerky. Um, you need side. jerky. Okay, I'll give you some jerky. So apparently, San Francisco liberal socialist San Francisco is still enforcing parking meters. Huh? Yes. Oh. Who got a ticket? Well, someone put out this sort of nearly joking post, like, like you know, there's a little bit of truth in, in a joke. Sometimes there's a lot of truth in a joke. I believe it was Warhol Kaufman who was like, how am I supposed to shelter in place if I got to go out and check my car every hour? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, touche. And it's like, maybe they should like, oh, nope, 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 nope. Uh, I, I got a ticket once on the 4th of July, and I tried to fight it. I was like, look, I had no expectation of enforcement. It was the 4th of July. I don't know if you guys are history buffs here in the court system, but we basically, an unfair tax is why we had a revolution in the first fucking place. <laughs> and it's a little too poetic that you guys are Did enforcing meters it? on yeah, the 4th of July. No, I got, I got totally not. Dude, no. That's they're why like, they this pathogen. Right, but that's sort of like this is how regular citizens take you up arms against you. You should have teabagged the operator behind the glass. <laughs> well, that would have been Now you explain why I couldn't teabag them. You're, by the way, by then you were in a courtroom talking to an actual judge yeah. with like bailiffs ready to throw you in the hooskow for being a little too shitty. I'll, I'll do respect. I hate you, Your Honor. Yeah. But it was just like, how do you not see my point here? You're a hypocrite. Uh, umpteenth degree, yeah. Your Honor. And they're like, it was clearly marked. You don't get the 4th of July off. I'm like, as an American, I shouldn't have to ask for it. Like, the expectation is, fuck off. And, you know, it was just one of those, like, they're just going to, you know. Whenever my friends are like, hey, you live in liberal San Francisco. I'm like, you know, it's not really defined liberal because, <laughs> you know. The housing thing here is definitely capitalism. The meters are definitely capitalism. They're like, this liberal thing is a thin if you, gloss. If, if you ask a stranger on the street for a cigarette and you don't look questionably housed, they'll m mostly give it to you. That's what real liberalism is. I love that all of you use my term. What? Questionably housed. <laughs> I did. I came up with that like years ago. Oh, I, I turned you off. I'm sorry. It gives sorry. buzz. No, no, no. I just like it that they use my term. Yeah. Well, Good I term. like it because, um, you know, people try to call me 